Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you know the 12 pubs of Christmas? Do you like the 12 pubs of Christmas? It's a pub crawl tradition that divides opinion and has largely died off in recent years. It dominated the December pub calendar for more than a decade, and yet the question still remains, where did it come from? We think we might have a few answers for you. podcast about the culture, history and heritage of pubs at home and abroad. December is a truly festive time in Dublin pubs, where old friends meet, people can sit in front of a fireplace after winding down from work, and emigrants return to have their first truly decent pint all year. The normality of the Dublin Christmas season has returned once more. I'm not talking about since Covid, I'm talking about since the 12 pubs of Christmas tradition declined in popularity. Pubs are still busy, but they're busy with people mostly staying in one spot for the evening, giving bar staff only the usual headaches, without causing as much of a fuss as years gone by. In case you don't know, here's a rundown of what the 12 pubs of Christmas actually was. Unsurprisingly, this tradition is much as it sounds. Groups of people go for a night out with the express aim of visiting 12 pubs along the way. The route is usually planned out well in advance, choosing pubs within short walking distance to each other. The aim is to not only visit the pub, but to also have a drink in each pub. Now, 12 drinks for even the most seasoned drinker is quite a lot of alcohol to consume, and as you may expect, it didn't exactly have the best effect on the city at night. In a city already known for its drinking and nightlife, adding a challenge element into the equation, especially for those who aren't accustomed to drinking that much year-round, was a bit of a recipe for disaster. More on that later. 12 pubs groups could be identified by their costumes. Bright and festive Christmas jumpers. The more gaudy, the better. Some of these groups expanded to dozens and dozens of people, with those groups planning a route that would take in larger venues, perhaps along Camden Street or Harcourt Street. Different groups would each have different rules along the way, including having 30 minutes only in each pub, or having to drink with your left hand in every second pub, under forfeit of downing your drink. 
In some pubs, you'd have to refer to the staff as Guinness. I'll have a pint of Carlsberg there, Guinness. If, through the confusion caused, you got pints of both Carlsberg and Guinness, you would have to drink both. Along the way, you might not be allowed to point at something, or you might not have been allowed to put your drink down. The forfeit for any of these rule breaks would be, of course, to down your drink. In some of the more mischievous and troublesome groups, a rule would be to steal something small from each pub. Naturally, aside from any trouble caused, this is what got the backup of many publicans during the tradition's heyday. So, when did this all start? Judging by social media, our own recollections, and mentions in the press, the prime years for the 12 pubs of Christmas was in and around 2010 to 2013, but the tradition persisted for many years after that and likely existed in smaller numbers prior to 2010. The 12 pubs phenomenon wasn't just isolated to the larger cities. There were 12 pubs groups in every town in Ireland, whether they had 12 pubs or not. Casting a net back through Facebook events from the time, we came across a tour called the Eight Pubs of Trim, with participants being spared the final four pubs, which were always the messiest. An article in a Mayo newspaper described the phenomenon somewhat innocently in its early years, where it described the Claire Morris event as having 568 people attending. That's about 25% of the adult population of that town. In 2013, when Larry Murphy's pub on Leeson Street was listed for sale, the brochure for the property made note that the pub was on the 12 pubs of Christmas route, signalling just how lucrative these pub crawls could be for some publicans in the month of December. When the 12 pubs crawls became annual affairs, they really took up a head of steam, to the point that the character of the city changed and public health warnings about them became common. Pubs reaped the benefit for a few years, until many publicans came to resent the degree to which they changed the tone of a pub upon entry. In 2013, pubs began to ban the groups outright. They had signs on the door that read, No 12 pubs or Christmas jumper groups. Pubs like The Swan on Anger Street led the charge in this regard, and other pubs followed suit. The media picked up on this rejection of the 12 pubs groups and many publicised lists of pubs that were safe havens away from the boisterous atmosphere and packed pubs that they created. These pubs were looking after their regular customers who had patronised them all year and also respected their desire for the atmosphere of the pub to remain unchanged, if still seasonably busy. Capital, a cocktail bar on Georgia Street, was welcoming to 12 pubs groups, but did have a policy for admittance that they summarised in a graphic pinned to the wall of the premises. The graphic was a chart with a percentage chance of entry on the y-axis that declined in correspondence with the amount of pubs already visited by a customer, denoted on the x-axis. Pubs were happy to be stop number 1 to 4, perhaps, but anything after that, and things just got messy. From 2013 to 2015, the novelty of the 12 pubs had worn off for many, and a backlash ensued. One journalist asked rhetorically in a recent column, What was the worst thing one could imagine? Jacob Rees-Mogg, hemorrhoids, or meeting a 12 pubs group on Pub 11. Naturally, the idea started off all in good fun, and plenty of people took the idea in a good spirit. They maybe didn't have quite as much to drink as others, and made a good night of it. However, the festivities descended into something else, and it became a totally different beast altogether. And one of the more pleasant stories of the time, one group of friends got together on the 19th of December to plan what would become the 12 pubs of Leinster. Their aim was, in one tour, to visit a pub in the 12 counties of Leinster. Naturally, one of the lads partaking was the designated driver. Luckily, he was a pioneer, so didn't miss out on any of the drinking. The group met up in Fagan's Drumcondra for a farewell pint with a group of friends before setting out in the car on a 447 kilometer long pub crawl. 
stopping next in the Black Bull Drogheda, the tourist dress slain, then stopping in Mullingar, Ballymahan, Tullamore, Mount Melick, Castlecomer, Bunclody, Tullow, Bolton Glass and Nace, before finally finishing up to meet with friends in Copperface Jacks on Harcourt Street. They raised several hundred euro for Pieta House along the way, and they're very clear that they spent their own money on pints and diesel. So that's the setting. Now you know what the Twelve Pubs of Christmas was, how wide it spread, and how entwined it was with Christmas season in the pub. The question remains, where did this phenomenon come from? Well, we'll have a few theories for you after the break. Welcome back. So here, as promised, are the theories on where the Twelve Pubs comes from. We had heard rumours that the tradition actually came all the way from Boston, where Irish expats would go on a pub tour around the city, and that these people brought the crawl back with them when visiting for Christmas. The only evidence that we can find of Twelve Bars of Christmas is from 2013, and it would seem that these may have been influenced in the opposite direction after it had already kicked off in Ireland. Another theory we heard years ago was that it started in Cork, but Cork people like to claim a lot of things, so we're going to have to dismiss this until we see concrete evidence. We'd also need to see bank receipts from a given night out in the early 2000s or or something like that. So there, the unsubstantiated rumours. Now, here's two possibilities that, when amalgamated, make a rather convincing case for being the true origin. First of all, there's the Bagot Mile, a well-known pub crawl of pubs beginning on the far side of the canal with Searson's, the Waterloo, the 51, Smith's and the Wellington. Also taking in Toners, Dohny and Nesbitt's, Foley's, O'Donoghue's, McGratton's, Larry Murphy's and the Bagot Inn. Now, if you were paying attention and counting along, that's 12 pubs. The tradition of the Bagot Mile has existed for decades and is tailor-made for a pub crawl of friends reuniting over Christmas. Could it be that this row of 12 pubs started a pub crawl that sparked a wave of emulation across the country, reaching as far away as pub crawls in Shanghai and the US? It's quite likely, but for a more definitive connection, here is our second bit of evidence. A search through the Irish newspaper archives gives a flurry of references for the phrase 12 pubs of Christmas, particularly around 2010. In the 2000s before that, there are barely any references. But go back to the 90s, and you'll find the first ever reference to the 12 pubs of Christmas. 1998, in fact. The reference is from a diary by Dermot Hayes in the Irish Independent on the 21st of December of that year. In one section of the diary, he makes note of a group of men getting together to go on a pub crawl around Grafton Street, aiming to make it to 12 pubs between 8 and 12 o'clock, and specifically calling it the 12 pubs of Christmas. Well, that sounds interesting, but would a group of random men have popularised this all on their own? Well, among the attendees of the crawl were publicans, musicians and sports personalities, a perfect storm of influencers who through word of mouth could have begun a small tradition that gathered momentum and spread to other groups of drinkers in town, culminating in an all-Ireland Christmas booze-up. Among the attendees on the pub crawl, as noted in the Irish Independent, was Paul Sheehan, owner of Sheehan's Pub on Chatham Street, Dave Egan, who owned Brussels on Harry Street, Jason Rock, the musician and son of Dickie Rock, snooker player Ken Doherty, who had won the World Championship the previous year, and two unnamed members of the Irish rugby team. The columnist apparently observed the group firsthand. 
It was a sight to behold the two dozen able-bodied men struggling manfully with their festive duty. The bravest and the more prudent of the pack made it to Lily's bordello in the early hours. So we know from the column that the group ended their night in Lily's bordello, but if we were to guess the other stops along the way, we'd imagine the route looked something like this. Starting in Neary's, then to Sheehan's, on to McDade's, then Brussels, over to Kyo's, then to what's now Lemon and Duke, Davy Burns, The Bailey, The Duke, The Dawson Lounge, Café on Seine, O'Donoghue's Suffolk Street, and finishing in Lily's. So that's our theory. The decades-long tradition of the Bagot Mile inspired a group in 1998 to take that idea and turn it into the 12 pubs of Christmas. They changed the route to Grafton Street because two members of the group were publicans in the area. The tradition spread verbally among pub-goers around the city because those that initiated it were well-known sports stars and musicians. People began to do the annual event themselves and the origin story of the crawl became lost and forgotten as the crawls became bigger and more widespread. That, ladies and gentlemen, is our theory of how the 12 pubs of Christmas came to be. So far as we can tell, there are still some groups doing the 12 pubs in Dublin City, but it's nowhere near on the scale that it was in 2010-2015. Although we did see one group on Thomas Street last weekend, and the Irish Examiner published a 12 pub survival guide this year, so it's not entirely dead. Please don't take this podcast as a call to revive the 12 pubs of Christmas. It is most definitely not. Thanks again for listening to another Publin podcast. That is the last one for 2022, but I'll be back next year with another series, and I've got some really good ones planned, and I do think you'll enjoy them. Please subscribe and rate the podcast if you haven't already, and maybe think about passing it on to the other pub lovers in your life. If you have any theories on the origins of the 12 pubs of Christmas, an idea for an episode, or you just want to get in touch, you can email me, john, via publin, i.e. at gmail.com. Nullaconadiv, August Slantia. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.